As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. There are certain situations where getting 80% of what you're looking for is still better than where you're currently sitting. And to move forward on something is better than doing nothing. Real quick, before the episode, I want to give you a gift of 25% off. And that gift actually is from TransUnion Smart Move. Go to tenantscreening.com, create a free account, enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening. Because as landlords, we tend to be most concerned with getting paid on time. You might also know that hundreds of thousands of landlords have to deal with the headaches of evicting tenants each year. Evicting a tenant can be painful, costing as much as $10,000 in court costs and legal fees, and take as long as four weeks to complete. What if there's a trusted way to help prevent the headaches of dealing with evicting a tenant? Make the smart move right from the start. Smart Move's online tenant screening solution can help you quickly understand if you're getting a reliable tenant, which will help you avoid potential problems such as non-payment and evictions. For a limited time, listeners of this podcast are invited to try Smart Move tenant screening for 25% off. Here's how Smart Move can help you find your next great tenant. Make a more informed decision with Smart Move's proprietary credit score built specifically for tenant screening, which predicts evictions 15% better than a typical credit score. Reduce non-payment risk with Smart Move's Income Insights Report, which enables you to analyze the applicant's income within minutes and determine if additional income verification is needed. Get critical information quickly with a full credit report, criminal background, and eviction history report. With over 5 million screenings completed, SmartMove can help you make a better leasing decision for your rental property. If you own a rental property, SmartMove can help you identify the right renter from the start so you can avoid the problems of non-payment or evictions. Don't put yourself at risk. Go to tenantscreening.com, create a free account, enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening. With TransUnion Smart Move, you'll get great reports, great convenience, great tenants. Best ever listeners, today's guest is being interviewed by Theo Hicks. You know Theo, he's with us every Friday on Follow Along Friday. You're going to get a lot of value from this conversation. So with that being said, let's get going. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Theo Hicks, and today I'm speaking with two guests, Anna and Ken Hummel, who are joining us from Colorado. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you doing? Awesome. It's a gorgeous day in Colorado. Yeah, I'm down here in in Tampa. It's a gorgeous day as well. A little hot and humid, but can't complain. (laughs) So before we get started, a little bit about Anna and Ken. They are veterans who are just now getting some skin in the real estate game. 
They currently have six rental units and they're working on their first flip and they have left their W-2 jobs behind in just two years of real estate investing. As I mentioned, they are based in Colorado and you can say hi to them at A&K Homes LLC on Facebook. So can you tell us a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yeah, so a little bit about background on us. Uh, like you said, we're both veterans. When I was in the Army, I was an engineer, so I learned a lot of my construction knowledge and trade that way. And then when I got out of the Army, I took a job as a construction superintendent and learned even more so about building houses and how houses work and everything. Also kind of built the network, got to know a lot of people, got to learn a lot of good skills and trades. So that's helped us out moving forward. And primarily, it's helped us out together, uh, being how I'm more of the maintenance and upkeep and the physical work, as Anna does most of the business aspect of it, marketing and advertising, which she could tell you more. So I guess for me, what I do the most is all the business aspect of it and really just make sure that I'm marketing my properties while looking for good deals and seeing how those work out for us. You're in the Army, you were... Well, I did a four years active duty and that's how me and Ken met. Then I did supply and marketing for the army. So that really helped me. Got out of the army and got my bachelor's in business. So I guess a couple of questions based off what you said. I definitely want to dive into the fact that you guys were able to leave your W-2 jobs because I know a lot of people become interested in real estate investing for that fact alone. But first, since you guys mentioned your military background, I was wondering if you could Tell us about any skill sets that you've learned through your time in the military that have helped you invest in real estate better. I think that's more or less a traditional skill sets as far as problem solving and critical thinking, always working through issues and not accepting no as the final answer, always figuring out, well, I want this, even though you say no, well, how can I change my question? How can I change my presentation and my outlook on things? and work towards what you want, no matter what the difficulty is and what you have to overcome. What about you, Anna? I think the same thing is being able to learn how to overcome things. And there's a lot of times where we get put in really crappy situations and we have to learn how to get through them. And I think that helps a lot with real estate because there's a lot of things that just come up that we don't know how to overcome and we figure them out. Yeah, and to go with what Anna just said, it's got a lot to do with confidence. Even though we're just getting into it and we haven't exactly done every little thing, that's fine. Give it a shot. See if it works out. If it does, great. Take notes. If it doesn't, still take notes on what you could do better and how you can improve. It's a constant improvement through reaching out and stretching yourself, expanding yourself to be something more than you currently are. Let's talk about one of these crappy situations that you faced in real estate. Can you want to maybe outline some challenge that you faced either starting out or more recently and how you overcame that challenge? So in December, we purchased three different homes all at once and then quit our jobs the day of closing. Three days later, one of those houses flooded and that was one of the scariest things that we had saw because we didn't know if we made the right choice of giving up our jobs and buying three homes at once and how much it was going to cost us to fix this flood. And the house was flooding for three days. So it was pretty big damages that were done to that. Luckily, our insurance covered that one. And that was how we were forced into our first flip. 
and it's still a hassle. We still had to put a lot of our own money into it. So wasn't really the best outcome, but we're getting through it. And we didn't give up on real estate because we had one bad experience. Yeah, those are the challenges of the worst when it's not really your fault that the property flooded. It's just something that happens. And it sounds like you guys figured it out. And best of listeners know about my flooding story for my first property. So I can definitely relate <laughs> with you guys on, on that one. <laughs> so let's transition into talking about, as you mentioned, you purchased those three homes at once and then quit your jobs that day of closing. As I mentioned before, I know a lot of people want to get into real estate for the potential ability to leave their W-2 jobs. So can you kind of walk us through that process? Not only kind of the financials, how much money did you need to bring in in order to quit your jobs, but more how you came to the decision from a mindset perspective, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. We're pretty fortunate that through being veterans, we could utilize the VA loan which allows us to purchase properties with zero down. And it's not as glamorous as everybody would think it is, but I'll start with the first property. Uh, We used my VA loan. So it was a four bedroom. I rented out two of the rooms to friends of mine. And then we stayed in the master. And then while everybody was living there, I also remodeled it. So people were constantly walking over construction work. It's not glamorous. It's not easy. You're sharing living space with a bunch of other people. And on top of that, doing construction in the same spot you're living. And that continued to a second property we purchased, which was using Anna's VA loan, which was a fourplex. We were able to rent out that first house that I just mentioned to you, then move into the fourplex and live in one unit and rent out the other three. While we lived in that one unit, we downsized to a small two bed, one bath, 800 square foot. And that's another one where we constantly were doing construction. At one point I was working on the bathroom and tearing apart the bathroom. And that adventure took about a week. So we went a week without the only bathroom in the place, as well as it sacrifices. Like I had fancy truck. I used to like to drive around and decided that it was more important to take the equity out of that vehicle. And I bought a 17 year old vehicle instead that just gets me from point A to point B and allows me to do what I need to do. And also did the same thing. And she traded down her car. We took advantage of other things like my Roth RA. I also was able to cash out the initial investment of that without any penalty and kind of went all in with what we had been saving up, what was supposed to be our retirement fund and move it into our now retirement fund, which is real estate. So did you have a number in mind? We need to bring in X amount of dollars in rental income before we quit, or was it more of a, let's just go all in and do this full time and kind of figure it out as we go along? So there is planning involved, at least for us. And we did our cost analysis of what we do for a month and as far as what a mortgage is, cell phone bills, gas, insurance, food, what the minimum is for us to survive. And once we figured out that amount, figuring out how we can get to that, it helped that when I was in the army, I knew how much I could live off of there and how much I was able to put away for savings and move forward. And so we were able to go off of that number and far less move forward. Okay. And then, so when you bought those three properties at once, that's when you knew you hit that minimum monthly expense. And so you guys knew I guess 30 days out, you're going to be able to quit your jobs in 30 days. 
Yeah, pretty much. And we did account for our house that flooded. Even before that, during the process, we kind of in this, I don't know if this is going to be a great deal, but it's in a great location because it was right by the army base here. So we kind of went with that and added the mortgage into our monthly expenses of what it would cost us. So it's kind of nice that we did that. And then we had the flood because we kind of already were expecting to pay that mortgage out of pocket. All right. Thank you for sharing that story. I think a lot of people will get really good advice and information out of that if they are looking to quit their jobs from a high level perspective. So before we get into the money question, I did want to ask what are some challenges and what are some benefits of working with a significant other in real estate? We actually work really well together only because Ken leaves me to do all the management stuff and I'm really good at the property management and Ken does all the construction stuff that I don't know how to do. So we kind of do our own thing, but still work together. I think it's important that you divide responsibilities. And if the current task at hand is the responsibility of the other, then you respectfully allow that other to make all the decisions for that situation. Obviously still being there to help and assist, just dividing responsibilities and understanding the roles is what helped us get through everything so far. Okay. What is your best real estate investing advice ever? Well, I think paralysis by analysis is a common phrase that I've heard numerous times and and I will support the idea behind it. We've spent a lot of time just overanalyzing properties and thinking, well, if I do this, then that might happen. If that happens, then this will happen. And you're constantly overanalyzing, running numbers again and again and again. Well, this property isn't quite right. This one isn't 100% what I want. You spend all this time overanalyzing things and you never move forward. There are certain situations where getting 80% of what you're looking for is still better than where you're currently sitting. And to move forward on something is better than doing nothing. And what about you, Anna? We talked about this question beforehand and we kind of came up with that answer together. Okay, perfect. That is good advice. And uh, it's something that you kind of never really get over either. So I completely agree with your advice, especially when you talked about not necessarily waiting for that perfect deal because it's probably never going to happen. And finding something that's good enough and moving forward with that, kind of just getting your feet wet at the very least. Yeah, we talked about that question just because Ken likes to think about things a little bit too much. And I'm more of a, let's just do it. It, It's worth it. And we had that situation with the house we're living in now where it wasn't our 100% home, but it had most of the things that we wanted, but it got us out of our jobs. And now we're able to do more with investing. And that helped us a whole lot. All right. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. All right. First, a quick word from our sponsor. If you own a rental property, TransUnion Smart Move can help you identify the right renter from the start so you can avoid the problems of non-payment or evictions. Don't put yourself at risk. Go to tenantscreening.com, create a free account, enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening. With TransUnion Smart Move, you'll get great reports, great convenience, great tenants. Are you interested in getting started in real estate syndication but don't know how? My friend Whitney Sewell is the host of the Daily Real Estate Syndication Show podcast. He interviews top experts in the industry to help you learn the cutting edge tools and strategies of the syndication business. You can find Whitney and his podcast at lifebridgecapital.com. All right. What is the best ever book you've recently read? 
Oh, I've recently read the Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. Yeah, Tim uh, Ferriss. Yeah, I really appreciate that, and it helps put in perspective how you can more or less leverage your time properly to give you more freedom. All right. Besides your first deal and your last deal, what is your best ever deal that you've done? Our best ever deal, I would say, is our fourplex that we purchased. One, because we were able to use our VA loan, we got a fourplex with zero down. And that one probably brings in the most income for us. I'm kind of going to go off script here before I continue the best ever lightning round. But I just thought of this. How do you analyze a deal when you're not putting any money down? Because technically any cash flow over a dollar is like unlimited ROI. That's a good question. For us, it's what our standard is and what we're looking for. Because there's lots of deals out there. Getting into, let's say, a duplex that breaks even every month with consideration of all aspects of things. Those are out there. There's also other multifamily properties that break even or even give you $200 per door a month. Our story and the reason why we chose that fourplex was we were able to live for free. The three units provided enough to pay the mortgage for us to live there. And while we lived there, renovated, and then as other people moved out, renovated those ones and moved those ones up for higher amounts. For what the mortgage is, I think we're pulling in close to double that for rent. So we're making a 200% off of that. I mean, zero down though, so it is infinity. But for what the cost of the monthly mortgage is versus what your income is. Alrighty. What is the best ever way you like to give back? We recently got involved with the Military Investor Network. So we like to help out with those. And we just had a meetup last Saturday and get involved with helping other military just because that's where we could help is we understand how the VA loan works and what we could get out of the VA loan. So we've been helping out with that, trying to get other military personnel involved in investing. And then lastly, what is the best ever place to reach you? Say my email address or Facebook would probably be the best way. Okay. And for Facebook, that's A and K Homes LLC. Alrighty. Well, I appreciate you guys stopping by today and, and telling us about your background and what you guys are focused on now, just to kind of summarize what you guys discussed. So we first talked about some of the skill sets you learned in the military that helped you invest in real estate. You mentioned the problem solving and critical thinking skills, not accepting no as an answer, working towards something that you want and have keeping that top of mind, and of course, learning how to overcome things. And one of those examples was when you talked about that crappy situation you guys faced where you bought three homes at once and you just quit your jobs and one of those homes was flooding for three straight days. Fortunately, your insurance covered the damage and it forced you in a sense into your first fix and flip. And you did have to put some of your own capital into the deal, but the main lesson there is when you are met with some challenge, just figure it out and don't give up on, on real estate just because of one roadblock. We also discussed your approach to quitting your, your jobs and you talked about how you were able to leverage that VA loan to purchase property with 0% down. You gave an example of your first few deals. You also talked about how you had to, to sacrifice certain things that you probably didn't want to sacrifice. The example you gave was having to trade down your vehicles and as well as essentially liquidating your previous retirement fund, which is at Roth IRA. And then from a strategic standpoint, 
you talked about how you did that cost analysis and essentially calculated what's the minimum amount of money we'll need to bring in each month to survive. And then once you had that number calculated, you created a plan of action to get to that number. And then we also talked about how you guys are able to work together as significant others. And your advice was to split the duties and whoever is responsible for task A, they kind of have the final say on what happens, obviously with the help of the other. And then lastly, your best ever advice was about the paralysis by analysis. And something that Ken said that I really liked was getting 80% of what you were looking for is better than where you're currently sitting. And I, I couldn't agree more. So again, I really appreciate you guys coming on the show today to talk with us. Thanks to everyone who is listening. Have a best ever day, and we'll talk to you soon. Great. Thank Thank you. you. Are you interested in getting started in real estate syndication but don't know how? My friend Whitney Sewell is the host of the Daily Real Estate Syndication Show podcast. He interviews top experts in the industry to help you learn the cutting-edge tools and strategies of the syndication business. You can find Whitney and his podcast at lifebridgecapital.com.